Welcome to Watch Our Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I am Ben Mandelker, and joining me today for good old-fashioned Norwegian adventure, it's Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready for an adventure. It's a big adventure. Big adventure today. People said adventure several times this episode. Every now and then, excursion got in there. Don't approve. It's not called Below Deck Excursion. It's called Below Deck Adventure. So, uh, <laughs> big, exciting episode. Heather Gay from Salt Lake City was on it. I mean, it was just, it was just full of so much fun. Am I right, Ronnie? Yes. How are you doing today? How was your bi- lovely Baby Gorgeous fish doing? Doing good. Um, I think Baby Gorgeous is still trying to get used to the whole recording sketch because yeah. he's freaking out when we're, I mean, it's just so much yelling in here. Maybe I should move him away from the tank, but also I can't stop staring at him, so I want to keep him in here. Um, but right now he's hiding in some plants and just looking out at me like, oh, gee, oh, here he comes. Hello, my little man. <laughs> How's it going over there for Hi, you? Baby Gorgeous. Um, everything is great. Um, just really excited to talk about this latest Below Deck Adventure episode. Before that, um, just a little reminder that you can find more content from us on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash watch you can get the full Crappens experience. You'll get access to our weekly bonus episode. Uh, you can get access to our Discord server. Hi, Discord people. And um, also, uh, crap is on demand. We do it twice a week. We did uh, Potomac on Monday. Um, I think what we'll probably do Salt Lake City this week, right? I'm assuming. Does that feel good? Feels right? Of course. Yeah, of, of course. course. Yes, of course. Of course. So um, that's where we turn our cameras on. You can watch us record. So uh, go do that. Go be. Go get the full Crappens experience if you're feeling so moved to do so also shout out to all our premium and super premium sponsors thanks everyone for supporting so that's basically that uh, there's nothing else we got merch by the way merch healing journey and also be real so go to crappensmerch.com to get your awesome crappens merch as well as many other designs it's really great stuff ronnie did a bang up job all credits go to ronnie i did not help whatsoever i did nothing you know simple stuff but super fun to do something new i keep threatening to make a fudge college shirt but uh, then it turns out i'm a very lazy person (laughs) so uh anywho (laughs) that's the story well here we are with below deck adventure okay i'm gonna put down this toy and stop playing with the fish you know they're like (laughs) little dogs okay so below deck adventure <sighs> Let's see here. So, uh, Oriana is still in the hot tub with Lewis, wasted. And they have been talking about the stripes because he got her a second stripe, even though she didn't earn it. Yeah. And now she's like, I want three stripes now, babe. And he's like, All right, I'm giving you a stripe. And then Faye is watching this while she talks to Casey. She's over on the side and she's like, Well, uh, Lewis is what I call a beige person. I know she's not interested in him, but 
<laughs> I love that shade. But I also love that like Faye and Casey are standing on the dock in raincoats. It's like raining. They look like they are spies in a Cold War movie. <laughs> you know, like having a secret exchange. Like, they do. Right. <laughs> I've brought the information. I brought the microfiche for you. I'm putting it in the back of your hand. Also, what a beige person on that yacht. <laughs> and Casey, I think they look like two cops in like an English uh, cop sh- lady cop show, you know, like because they wear the same kind of things. They're just standing there in the rain, and Casey's the new one who wants to pre- impress Faye, but Faye's like, mm. "Listen, I've seen this all in my day, youngster." And Casey's just standing there with that smile on her face, nodding at every single thing. Don't yeah. smile and nod. What a murder scene! Come on, have some sense about you, dear. It's like a very polite and British version of Training Day. So, uh, Faye, so Lewis and Oriana get out of the tub, and Faye's like, I can see you. I can see you both. And they're like, ha 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 ha. And then um, Faye's like, I've been a manager for five years, and there's always someone who you can't trust. But at this point, I'm pissed off with the audacity. <laughs> And Oriana's wasted, and she's like, could you slow down for five seconds? I'm trying to come over to you. And Casey's like, guys, I think we need to have some tie. We need to have some tie, guys. <laughs> yeah, so they're all going to go down the crew mess, and so Oriana has to go down the stairs. And Faye's like, don't just, just take it slowly down the stairs. Go slowly. And she's like, um, A, not my first rodeo. B, not my first time. I'm like, well, you better listen because someone on Below Deck met and someone at the end of this episode falls down those stairs. So listen up, Oriana. Got her. Got her real good right there. Faye's <laughs> like, I need to save this discussion with Oriana for another time, preferably when her ankle is broken at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> Nothing to really drive the point home like a solid I told you so. Am I right? So Lewis is down in the mess now And he's like You guys need to sober this chick up quickly You need to put a jumper on her Something And uh, Mike's like You need to put a jumper on (laughs) Me No jumper You Jumper 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 bad Jumper (laughs) Trost Eijin Nowhere jumper so then Oriana uh, then Oriana hears it and she's like slurping up needles and she's like, Well, why don't you just tell Lewis to stop running trains on Norwegian tricks and then he won't get a fucking cold. <laughs> it's like, okay. So then uh, Camille's I mean uh, I'm not Camille, but uh, Casey's gonna make some tea. She's like, Does anyone want some chamomile tea? Anyone chamomile? And they're like, It's not chamomile, you're pronouncing it wrong. Chamomile, chamomile tea anyone? She's like, not chamomile, it's chamomile. I'm sorry, this is just how I always say it. Chamomile. And Mike goes, if you pronounce cam, ca- pronounce it chamomile one more time, I'm going to throw up. Uh, and Oriana's like, good night, being the good guy here. Being the good guy. And Lewis tells us, I'm sober. And she's not. I don't want to take things too far. And he's, he's saying, I need gel. And Oriana's like, dude, let me just cut your hair. You know, you know what I'm going to do it in like a non-creepy way, right? It's like, no, it's not creepy at all. God, I don't know what women want or how their minds work. She wants second stripes. And you've already given her, given them to her, and now she wants a third pair of stripes, and you're going to give her those too. I can't wait to see him pull his third stripe magic act. She's I literally feeling it's coming. She's literally going to make a stripe out of hair. She's literally like, I want to cut your hair <laughs> and make a stripe out I've of it. I've got three stripes of Lewis hair. <laughs> 
So then they're in their bunks and Lewis is talking to Mike. He's like, you know, I was making out with Oriana. I mean, what's tomorrow going to be like? And Mike's like, not your problem. And he's like, it is my problem. He goes, as long as you enjoyed yourself. And he's like, I had fun. I just want everyone to be happy. He's like, I'm not happy. Mike, not happy. Mike, not happy. Mike, mm. sad. <laughs> sunrise it's 5 53 a.m and oriana's just snoring in bed and then the crew's cleaning and carrie's like we'll be departing to pick up guests at five guests are off 5 30 rocks on the boat dick swept and adventure coming round the corner here she comes here she comes do like, you have to be like this first thing in the fucking morning? <laughs> I, I mean, my God, man. Do you ever just calm down and read a book? Uh, so then, like, there's Lewis is, like, talking about how last night was really fun, but he's not sure how Oriana feels about it. And he's, like, looking in the hot tub and having, like, flashbacks that they put in the hot tub. And then he goes into the I galley. Wonder what's going, I wonder what's going on in her heart. And then it cuts to Oriana tying her shoes going, what time is that? Oh, good. That means I have half an hour to take a dump. <laughs> so then um, he's, he's looking for, like, an espresso. And he asks Oriana if she feels hungover. She's like, um, you can't be hungover when you're still drunk. <laughs> and he goes, and then she's like, um, do you want the rest of this drink or not? And he goes, Yay gone. He goes, that means keep it. He goes, it means it seems it's there already. Yay gone. Okay. How do you say? No, yeah, go on. He's saying, yeah, go on. Oh, I thought he said yay gone. <laughs> no, he's saying, yeah, go on. Yeah, and she's like, what does that mean? Keep it? Okay. I guess that means keep it. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I thought he was okay, well, I'm leaving something. now. <laughs> he's like, yeah, go on. Yay gone. <laughs> I want Mike, to no more. understand. <laughs> <laughs> I Trust watched a lot Egan, more acorn confused. than you. Mike, not happy. Ah. <laughs> Mike, not go on. Mike, go off. <laughs> Mike, so happy. preference. <laughs> <laughs> preference sheet meeting and face like ooh, a younger group this time, a younger group of people. Mm. Yeah, and by the way, when they gather for the preference sheet meeting, for whatever reason, Post decided to put in like some weird off-brand version of Whitney Houston's "It's Not Right, But It's Okay." It's like don't, 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 don't. I was like, wow. I mean, I know we got some gays coming on board, but you're really selling it now. The music on this particular below deck is super crazy. It's crazy for everything. They'll be like, someone is eating a piece of toast. And it's like... And then it's like... And then it's like, everyone meet in the meet in the parlor. And they play like Deborah Cox. So then... <laughs> so this preference sheet... Can I just say also... I this is the first I think Chief Stew that's come along that I'm like I need her on every show because yeah. it's been a while and I think Asia does pretty well on Down Under too I like her too but I think Faye's the first one that I feel like she could be on any Below Deck and it would still work I really mm. like I really like I really like Faye energy I say. love Faye you know because she has sort of like a she does have kind of like a a mother hen energy about her you know and she is sort of like. There's something about like her 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 South London accent. I think it's a South London accent. That's what she said that where she said she's from. So I assume that's what her accent is. But whatever. There's something about her like prim and proper accent and everything that I just am like obsessed with. 
And I love that her whole story was like running from somebody in the 80s and just being glamorous all over the world. And every time she's like, well, you know, I do have some pictures to show. And it's like, boom, it's like basic instinct, but on a dock somewhere in a nondescript (laughs) year that no one can quite figure out. Yeah. I like it. I'm into it. So the primary is none other none other than television. <laughs> and the zone. show's over. Bye. Thanks the show's for- over. That was great. <laughs> so next week on Watch What Happens. Um, <laughs> so now uh, Heather Gay. It's not right, but it's okay. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. The Blow Deck Adventure remix of Whitney Hughes, the like the Thunder Pussy remix of of. Whitney Houston. It's like, bum, bum, ba, da, 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 da. it's not right, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it anyway. Anyway. So what Ben is trying to say is the guests this week are Heather Gay and her friends celebrating her business success. She and her Utah friends are no stranger to adventure. <laughs> As seen by the time they go, every time they go to an Italian restaurant in Salt Lake City, they are no stranger to adventure. So um, it's- now to anybody who watches Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I find this very interesting how they're framing this because on Salt Lake City, there are a lot of comments like, oh, well, Angie's just going to take you on a boat and then you're going to just be on her side no matter what. So we're given the impression that Angie is paying for this whole trip. But now on the show, it's like Angie's kissing butt so hard to get on Salt Lake City that she's like, OK, Heather, I'm doing a whole trip and we can say that you're the primary and I'll pay yeah. for everything. Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, because that was that was the thing. I thought we knew that there was a yacht ride that was significant enough that it that it was on the reunion. So that's what this is. But wait a second, Ronnie. If when was this filmed, though, this was clearly filmed in the summer. Was this filmed in summer 2021? That can't be. I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe this isn't the same yacht from that. that How is it clearly in the summer? Yeah, because well, because the yacht thing was discussed at the reunion, which was you know in the spring, right? Uh, so like they could not either. This was filmed this past summer, which it couldn't have been if if it was what you know. I honestly, this timeline, I'm I'm already bored with. It I don't myself. know. My brain is melting. I don't care. My, yeah, yeah. All I care about melting. is the fact that Angie so fa- on Salt Lake City, Angie is Angie, but on Below Deck Adventure, Angie becomes Angela. I don't know if you noticed that, but she's now Angela. Maybe that's until her new face settles because she got a new face for this. And you need to give that stuff time to settle. Okay. Yeah. You can't just be showing up the next day. Okay. So Faye's like, um, they've requested the planning. And she says, they're going to enjoy panoramic views of forests and waterfalls through their zip line and adventure down the rope holding on to something for adventure. What was that? For an adventure. What was that? <laughs> adventure. I'll let you off this time. Now, can you bring me some more of that crazy beverage that you had last week on board? What was that? Was the, I believe it's called sweet tea. Sweet, sweet tea. Sweet tea, is it? Sweet tea. Still sweet doesn't tea. understand that. Still, still, mm. still doesn't really quite What's resonate this? with me. <laughs> so, we don't love drugs on this boat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So um, they want like Viking and the, oh, they just want all the usual crazy shit on this thing. So uh, Nathan is now challenging Mike to drink a huge sleeve of apple juice in one hour. And Mike's like, apple juice, how big? It's like 15 liters. 
Mike, too One small. Liter. <laughs> too small for 15 liter. <laughs> <laughs> no drink 15 liter. Too big. Um, <laughs> little okay. cup. Little man need little cup. And Nathan's like, yeah, I bet him to do it. So if he if he can't do it, he owes me $100. And Casey's like, oh, my God, that is so many littles. So <laughs> good luck. Um, also, we didn't mention in the prep sheet meeting, they're doing this Vikings thing. And Lewis uh, basically face says, listen, I need to talk to Lewis. Now, Lewis, I'd love if your stews could help out at these parties. And he's like, my stews can't help. I don't think it's something that we can keep giving on that level, especially with the man down. So I I don't really know about that. She's like, but we'll talk about this later, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and the drama begins. There's like a trail of S's in the wake of the of the yacht as it goes through the water. Like, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's the classic Daisy Gary conundrum. So uh, now, uh, so now Casey's looking at the guest list, and she's like. Oh, interesting. So it's Angie and Chris Harrington on the list. And, oh, she was once married to to Mormon Roy. Roy. What does this mean? Mormon royality? And she's like, royalty, dear. Royalty, not royality. <laughs> and, and she's like, well, I grew up Mormon. And there's no royal, royality in Mormon. And Jess is like, well, I think they just look like a fun bunch, don't they? They'll fit right in here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Almost got hit with a rolling pin. Wasn't that fun? It's what one has to do in the kitchen. You put your hand out, and some days it gets rolled over by a pin. Some days it doesn't. But it is the work I have chosen, and chosen it is what I shall do. Carry on. Well, I bet they're like the Mormons that like left the church and they just like party rally hard. <laughs> I left the church when I was 15 and I moved to Costa Rica. So growing up in the church, you have like so many rules and expectations. And when you leave so many like habit inhabitations, I don't really know the English accent word for it, but that's what I'm trying to say. They're like, uh, you lose your inhibitions. Mm, sorry, I'm going to need that in like um, an American accent. Yeah, sorry. That is the American accent, Casey. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't speak American accent, so <laughs> sorry. So now it's time for provisions and uh, lots of provisions, including an, an axe and a chain mail and, some, and a shield, which was like very Elden Ringy. And then um, Faye is like, Lewis, if I were to buy Nathan for dinner, would that be possible? Not possible. Nathan's up at 4 a.m. so he can't be awake. Yes, just that Nathan's just better with the guests than, than Mike. And last time Mike dealt with a guest, he pounded his chest and... Eight scraps off the floor. It was very, very disconcerting. Well, that's not fair to keep them working so many hours every night. She's like, well, we're all working 17 hours a day, so I'm just saying I need to, you know, to... And he's like, well, I'm not telling you I'm not going to help. I'm just not promising anything. Well, I need a person who can communicate. He's head of department. He should start acting like it. Because if I have Mike interact with the guests one more time and put a brontosaurus steak on the side of his car that forces it to tip over, I'm going to have to go to management. Uh, so um, so now Faye has gathered her stews and um, 
And so anyway, she's just like having a meeting and she decided that she's going to let the epaulette thing go with Oriana because she just has to do other things. She's like, I only want to make my guests happy and I don't care about the emotions or the feelings of the staff right now. I just need to do this. So, okay, everyone, we need to come up with some Viking ideas. Um, uh, Oriana, why are you putting a uh, you know, that strip of bacon on your shoulder right now? Oh, sorry. Just... <laughs> it's not, it's not count as a stripe. <laughs> Commercials. Here comes one right now. So Oriana's like, are the guys going to help us? She's like, well, I did a meeting with Lewis about it, and the, the only one available is Mike, and Mike is a Mike is a handbrake on a canoe for me. He's useless. <laughs> <laughs> canoe too fast. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then we just cut to Mike being useless. Mike's like, what do rope? I rope all on ledge. And Lewis is like, pull the rope, Michael. Pull it. Pull rope. No, that's pushing the rope. Pull the rope. Pull rope. Mike, pull rope. <laughs> oh, this is going to like make me crack up the rest of the season. I swear to God. I'm just I'm never so going to get a normal voice. It's so funny how it's coming true. It's so funny because it's just a, a stupid joke we started making, and it's totally coming true. Everyone's like, oh, my God, please don't let Mike around the guests. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so Carrie's like, all right, crew, it's game time. So Oriana's like, I don't know if I like Lewis, but I like him more than the other guys. Like, no one's fantasized about a deckhand. I just, like, don't want to sleep with someone who's, like, I'm more superior to. So, like, I'll fuck the cabin above everyone else. And at least Lewis is a, bo- Lewis is a bosun. And if I close my eyes, he sort of sounds like David Beckham. I'm like, first of all, you're not superior to literally anyone in this boat. You have one stripe. Um, second you of all, said like, more superior. I mean, fuck <laughs> off, okay? You're not more superior to anyone, ma'am. And Learn literally, to talk stilts. And when she's like, I don't know, like, no one's fantasized about a deckhand. Like, literally, that's like clear. Like, that's like, that's like saying, no one's ever fantasized about a fireman before. <laughs> it's like literally a sailor. A sailor fantasy is a pretty famous one. Yes. Um, also, it's a below deck tradition to be fantasizing over these fucking deckhands. Why do you think we watch this? Yeah, we're crying out loud. Idiot. More superior. I can't. So Faye's like, well, this door needs a wipe down. It has fingerprints all over it. Much like the epaulette case that Ariana's been leaning against. But we're not going to talk about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Jess, what are you doing? I'm making creme fraiche. Smoked salmon. And caviar. Oh, I did just burn myself on smoked salmon. Not sure how that happened, but it did. And I shall persevere. Simple and beautiful. Well, what about the white trade? Would go well with our scrunchies, girls? Should we all wear them? Girls, do we all have our lipstick exactly like I have my lipstick right now? <laughs> Nothing signifies a good charter like matching lipstick on stews, girls. <laughs> chop, chop, she's coming. Uh, so Mike Mike takes the tender over to pick up Heather Gay and her group. And Heather Gay is wearing like a big, one of those big sort of like white furry hats, you know. And uh, she gets on board and Angie's like, Heather, act like you've done this a million times, Heather. And so they are like all like excited and stuff. And then they come on board. And Oriana, of course, is like, oh, my God, Heather, I love your hat. Because, you know, Oriana knows that Heather's like a celebrity. So she's immediately kissing her ass. 
Yeah, she's like, thank you. It's my Norwegian nod to Norway. So Heather comes on. I There's a, something going on with Heather here. I don't know if she's found the coca, the Adderall, but she's definitely different on this. And she's very, like, audition for Housewives. Everything mm-hmm. they say, she's like, oh, really? Well, this is my Norwegian nod. <laughs> oh, you want me to act like this is my first time? This is just another Thursday to me on a yacht. Like, wow, she's really going for it on this show. Yeah, she was. She was. It was like the Catskills. She was really going. Like she had a full. <laughs> she had a full God, dinner theater going. You know. Dark. It's dark in here. Is it dark? The lights go yes, off. I'm sorry. No one needs to know that on this podcast, but it's dark, and the fish bowl is now taking up my lamp space. So now I'm bringing up my lamp to put in front of the fishbowl. I'm sorry, baby, gorgeous. I hope that, <sighs> that lamp isn't bothering you, my little angel. Yeah. So um, oh, I'm glad that all got sorted out. So Heather. Uh, <laughs> glad you guys are here for this. Thanks. Listen, I literally like uh, talked to Amazon yesterday on the podcast. So, you know, it's just what happens. Sometimes life happens. Okay. And by the way, I'm glad I spoke to Amazon because if I had missed getting my new little chopper, I would have been very upset, okay? Because I'm ready to chop some herbs with that thing, okay? I'm ready. Welcome aboard. This is our chief Sue Faye. <laughs> and Heather's like, beautiful crew. We'd love you all to take your shirts off. <laughs> so they get a tour, and Faye's like, well, no way. has been voted the happiest country in the entire world. And Heather goes, oh, we know. We have a Norwegian among us. No pressure, Carl. And then they cut to Carl, just who nobody has voted the happiest person no. in the country. Okay. Carl is just sitting there, standing there scowling. He's like a... <laughs> Strange, kind of like off-brand Jeremy Strong, just like Brr. he's like a, a human flesh stop sign. <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> so they go look at the Sky Lounge, and she's Heather's brought one of her gays, Shane, along, and he's like, "Oh my god, listen to her accent. I just want to listen to her talk. Oh my god." <laughs> Yeah, and they're like looking at the hot tub, and Heather's like, "Oh, is this where we get to have uh, hot and anonymous sex? I love it. I love it." And then there's <laughs> just they're just like getting the whole tour, the whole usual thing. So now, all right, dick crew, prepare for departure. So then Oriana serves some Norwegian mojitos, which I don't what what makes a mojito a Norwegian mojito? Is there is there reindeer meat in that? Is it is it what else what else is cut? could possibly be what is in norwegian food in fact let's go even deeper than that is it like herring <laughs> herring in the mojito i don't know i can tell you what's not in it grits okay grits <laughs> are not in it so Faye's like oh we've actually got fame to you for those who don't like fish and heather's like oh well i promised rudolph i wouldn't eat his family <laughs> it's like who are you what, what did you do with heather bring her back weird <laughs> so casey's like um there has got to be a quicker way than shaking every single drink one by one. And Oriana goes, there is not. There's not. Unless. Earn that second stripe. <laughs> That's right. Wait till I tell her about pictures. <laughs> it's going to blow her mind. <laughs> so now it's lines, cheers, wooing. Um, Heather's wooing the loudest, of course. And um, 
they're just chilling, basically, and Lewis and Nathan are in the mess with Mike. And Lewis is like, well, they've got Mike tonight. Mike's not, you know, looking forward to being the Viking, is he? <laughs> and Nathan's like, I could do an hour with them, you know, until 9 or 9.30. And Lewis says, um, well, I know you want to be a Viking, but as long as you know when you're waking up tomorrow. Now, I'm saying this line slowly because it's very important later. Yeah. As long as you know when you're waking up tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And Nathan's like, two. I'm waking up at two. So Lewis goes, as long as you know that. As long as you know that. So now upstairs, <laughs> Angie's doing the king, you know, king of the world thing, you know. And Heather goes, that's how a lot of women die. Husbands take their wives out of them. Boop. They just fall off. Maritime law is very, it's hard to prosecute. It's a horrible, horrible law to prosecute. <sighs> Um, so then we just see the ghost of, um, is that a ghost squinting at us through the cloud? Honey! Just Hannah, <laughs> honey, eyes. <laughs> Hannah, who's the first person who's gotten screwed by maritime law on Belinda. Yeah. So then, um, we get the majestic music. It's like, dun, 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 dun. It's like the acre being like. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like. In like very calm water. So then, um, <laughs> so now it's like, all right, ladies, okay, did you everyone change into your Viking outfits? So Oriana has to like wear a green sack, <laughs> which you know, Faye definitely assigned her the green sack. She's like, I feel like Shrek. She's like, no, let's put your belt on, jazz it up a little, little bit, do what they think. It's like I always tell my students if you feel like Shrek one day, you put a belt on it and you say, hey, hey. <laughs> I just, in my mind, I always imagine Faye breaking out into, like, some sort of, like, <laughs> Mary Poppins or Sound of Music song. I just feel like she's well, always, someone, like, nannying little children. Someone on uh, Take a Seat uh, this week said, look at Faye and now look up a picture, do an image search of the mom from Mary Poppins. And it was her. It was it Faye. Was. Yeah, so that makes sense. She's like, suffrage! <laughs> so then... Um, Jess, I just feel like Faye Jess. would do really well with a bunch of children who were who were dressed in lederhosen. I feel like that would be like her real like that would be that's that's her sweet spot right there. Teaching children in lederhosen how to sing songs. <laughs> so we cut to Jess and she's like, dinner tonight is kind of Viking vibes. I don't know. What do Vikings even eat? I think it's food that goes raw. <laughs> I love Jess making like an exhausted and <laughs> an exhausted Viking meal. It's the most exhausted Viking of all time. <laughs> it's hard to know what Vikings would eat, but surely after a day of murder and bloodshed, they want to sink their teeth into something. And if it happens to be my hand, so be it. This is my lot in life and I shall accept mm. it. So the guests start seating at the table, the Viking table, and Heather's like, I feel like this is just very Viking, right? Like, let's kill them all and murder them and drink their blood. <laughs> Heather's having a very peaceful day today. She goes from husbands murdering the, their wives uh, on yachts to <laughs> drinking the, dr the blood of pagans. Yeah, she really, <laughs> she's really all over the map. So, um, and then Faye, she like actually like hurts herself on the axe and she's like, is this, is this is a real axe. <laughs> it's like they, were there no toy axes? And I feel like Nor Norway, like they must thrive on toy axes. I feel like you go into there's any no store. party city. There's no party city in Norway. Dirk, we're doing a Vikings party. They're like, all right, 
decap some busboys and send the heads over to the bus. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You, you guys got any props? Yeah, I know. Okay. These are these are Viking descendants. So when they do like when they play when they when they have like children's children's birthday parties, everything is real. It's like when you're doing a piñata, it is like within it's like with a mace. Uh, a spite club. <laughs> you know. Tommy is invited to the Vikings fifth birthday party. Um we hope to get him home in one piece literally. Drop off at 5. Mikey dies. All right, thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so now everyone's at the table. And so Faye, uh, now it's time for for Nathan to do his Viking thing. So Faye tells Oriana to wake up Nathan. So he, he wakes, she wakes him up. And uh, it's like an hour and a half after his shift. So he's like getting up. So then Mike is like, Nathan up! Nathan up! Nathan not up supposed to be! Nathan not up! No! <laughs> Why Nathan up? And he's like, well, he told me I could wake him up because he's going to do an hour with me. Oh, he'd be up soon. He has to be up soon. Well, Mike shouldn't be telling me what to do. I'm not sure how it works on container ships. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I think higher on him, so he better know his place. Container ship safe. Container ship home. <laughs> Lewis say, uh, Nathan, stay up, not woken up. Only stay up, not woken up. Don't go into Nathan's cave. That was actually too many words. That was a little bit too, that, that sentence had too much structure. Sorry. <laughs> and then we see a clip and Nathan's like, well, he can do 8.30 or 9.30, um, you know, as long as he's up by two, as long as he's up by two. So I don't know where Mike's getting that, but I think Mike is getting his feelings hurt that nobody wants to work with him. You know, I, know. I think that's what this really is, which I mean, I get it. But Mike, you know, I mean, Mike, sad. Mike right here. <laughs> Me, not number one Viking. Me should go, though. You no get up. Mike up. Mike do Viking party. And Nathan's like, well, I mean, I'm up now, but you can do it too if you want to do it with me. Okay. He said, he say yes, he good guy. I'm not best Viking, but should come me. Me, Nathan. Comedy duo. So we have porn star Marguerite Martinis, which you've requested. And Heather's like, here's to the blood of pagans. <laughs> so then Faye and Nathan uh, are talking. She's putting chain armor on Nathan. And it's like you said, it's real, so it's heavy. And he's like, uh, guys, if I put this big metal helmet on my eye, uh, my eye starts to dim. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's the only way not to get cut by the axe. Trust me, it hurts like a bitch. <laughs> Do you want to wear the helmet or not the helmet when Mike swings that axe at you? Good point. <laughs> so then in the stew pantry, more elevated discussion, Casey's like, I thought I read somewhere that Vikings were into screamo. And Oriana's like, like the heavy metal shit? Yeah, like heavy metal. Um, But weren't Vikings before electronic music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah like electric without electric in it so she's like oh my god you're so fucking stupid <laughs> and then nathan's like okay here i am to party with you guys and heather's like my goodness i've never seen a viking with an ipad that big <laughs> <laughs> so Faye's like all right does someone want to read them out facts i do it fact 
Oh, God, here we go. Listen, he's in costume. You're not in costume, Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike, stand. Mike, stand. Mike, it's nothing against you, but you're, you're wearing a cheetah, a cheetah hide across your bare chest right now. It's just not the right look for this. <laughs> uh, and Nathan's like, but I could maybe say this line, and then Mike can... Hit you head, axe. Uh, okay, well, you, you asked for this, Nathan. Good luck. So then um, out comes Jess, and she's like, Hello, welcome to Viking Night. Ra. Just Lobster like- ravioli served. The, the, the Vikings were known for bloodshed and murder, sailing to distant lands and plundering the landscape, leaving... No one alive in their swath of destruction, and this food is inspired by them. Please enjoy your lobster ravioli. Your ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> and Heather's like, how do you say bon appetit Viking? So, Nathan, Nathan has facts, because that's what everybody loves doing at dinner. Nathan? <laughs> The most outrageous Viking dinner you can imagine. Facts. <laughs> oh, well, we have our own factor. Do something, Carl. And Carl's like, ugh. And so Nathan's like, well, Vikings drink out of their helmets. There's one fact. And Angie's like, um, I have a question for you. Are any of the single girls here pretty enough to kiss? How about that one? Pretty girl, pretty lips. Me kiss. Um, I was sort of asking the hot Viking. Sorry, cave troll. <laughs> oh, Mike's sad. <laughs> well, Heather, which one would you kiss, Heather? If you could kiss any of these people right now, who would you kiss, Heather? Queen Bee Heather. She's like, um, no one, unless I had a spiritual, romantic, or religious connection with them. <laughs> Me no understand. Are we love? <laughs> So, Faye now is like, um, could one of you, um, whose name rhymes with psych, uh, help Jess in the galley, please? You're humiliating the fact segment. We need some respect during the fact segment of dinner. Uh, Yes, please go down there. So Jess, of course, needs stuff to be washed. So she says it in the most Jess way. There are dishes to be washed in the galley. Okay, so so um, Mike is sent down, right? And when he goes down, Jess is putting these huge veal chops down, but she's got this beet puree to look like blood, and she's getting a spoon and going, ha! And, like, blood is splattering all over the plates. And so Mike comes down, and he goes, why? Why not? (laughs) Mike thinks reasons why not. Blood bad. Mike scared. Childhood memory. So, <laughs> so then, uh, then Heather says upstairs, you guys want to know a f- dirty, funny secret about me? When I was married, we had a funny sex names and I was, it was Captain Woodrow and Julie from the love boat. The cruise director. Isn't that hilarious guys? Carl's like, not funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've since dissolved that name. <laughs> and then when I actually like meet a Julie, I cringe. <laughs> And he's like, that is hilarious, Heather. You really, I mean, you are a star. You are a star. (laughs) So then we see Nathan going to bed, and it's 10.47 p.m., three hours after his his Mm. shift. And then it cuts to Lewis just snoring in bed. So now the guests are done, and go get ready for bed. And um, 
you know, just like work. And then it cuts to the Heather playing charades downstairs. I was like, I love these Utah people. Like, we're going to be the craziest fucking crew. Okay, movie, movie. Is it a movie? <laughs> Is it a stop sign? Stop sign with skin. Chad, it's Chad. Stop skin. Stop sign. <laughs> Believe you mean Carl, 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 skin stop Carl, sign. That Carl, is the funniest Carl. thing. Skin stop. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So then I also liked when Heather was guessing. Heather does a thing that charades people do, and I do, including, it's including me too, that like. You say it, you make a suggestion, and the person shakes their head like no, but then you make it ten more times just in case they've changed their mind that it's right. So she's like, gator, 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 crocodile, gator, 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 croc, gator, 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 gator. And it's crocs, it's which crocs. I'd like to, because <laughs> what the fuck kind of charade is that? Crocs. Uh... <laughs> One syllable. <laughs> so now uh Faye's getting into bed she's like oh it feels like i haven't been to bed in ages and jess goes it's been a long couple of hours here we are made it through again um so they're talking the guests are talking and casey comes in and she's like how's everyone good and and she's like there's a lot of mormon jokes flying around here just warning you and she goes oh i love mormon jokes because i'm an ex-mormon don't hate me for it and heather's like yeah l ron hubbard eat your heart out am i right <laughs> so now um it's 2 a.m and nathan's waking up we got a lot of by the way Really, I personally am very happy that they woke up Nathan because I felt like we got a lot of like shirtless Nathan getting in and out of bed, which I personally appreciated. So uh, he starts helping out. Um, he says he likes help. I like helping out the girls, but I'm missing out on my sleep. And so now he's like cleaning and uh, he's cleaning and wiping things up and doing everything. He's being a good little worker, you know, and then uh, 30 minutes before a shift change at 530. And it says in red and all red. 30 minutes before the shift change, he goes to bed. Yes, yeah, so now it's, Faye is doing her makeup in the morning, and she's like, oh, the makeup's not sticking on me correctly, now I look like a panda. What's <laughs> wrong with my skin today? <laughs> so we see Lewis walking around the deck and checking work, and he can't find Lewis. And he's like, normally we meet in the bridge and have a talk about the night, but Nathan's not there. Nathan's completely fucked up. So now, um, Lewis, being the little weasel that he is, because he's, 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 not, it's not that he's, he was never like a huge Nathan fan. And I think part of that is because Kyle really poisoned the waters about Nathan, because Kyle was doing so much undermining. But ever since Nathan went to Captain Kerry to get to talk about Kyle, Lewis has not been into, into Nathan. So Lewis, of course, goes to Captain Kerry and goes, Oh, do you know what time Nathan went to bed, perchance? Which was, a very slick way of trying to put it on Captain Kerry's radar that Nathan's sleep schedule was perhaps problematic. Yeah, it's total revenge. It's tattletale revenge, which I would expect nothing more from Lewis. Yeah. You know? So we hear... <laughs> wow, those guests are really having a good charm, aren't they? Uh, no, it's actually a goat. 
you see them there on the hillside. He's like, oh, there they are, goats, having an adventure! Go, goats! <laughs> oh, for an adventure! Yeah, basically those goats ruin Lewis's plan because Carrie gets distracted by the goats. So then um, <laughs> Oriana, meanwhile, is like talking to one of the guests, as, just sort of asking how his morning is, and he's saying, yeah, I'm like really happy. I'm like listening to the sheep. And she goes, ah, is that what that is? I was wondering. I'm like, it's a... <laughs> sheep buying what did you think did you think it was a symphony did you think it was like the london symphony orchestra out there what the? yeah i wasn't really sure what that is but now god i'm gonna be stuck with her accent. <laughs> taking they all the screamo? accents of everything she passes by <laughs> so so it's anchor now okay now they're like okay guys we've overused the majestic anchor music we need something fresh and they're like i've got it the cello so the anchor starts going down. It's like... Played by Jess, by the way. I can do the cello. Because I can see her doing a cello very mournfully. No, no, no. So now it's time for the big drama of the episode, Egg Orders. So they're all ordering their eggs different because it's, you know, breakfast. And Heather's like, I want medium well eggs, Benedict, just like my pioneer ancestors. And Oriana's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna, I got your eggs, I've got your eggs, I've got your, okay, I'm gonna go downstairs and just, I've got the egg orders all written down perfectly. And then Angie comes in and she goes, oh, hi guys, sorry to bother you, is it too late to change? All the same thing as my husband, you know, the fat fucking elf on the shelf up there. Okay, mm-hmm. but with gluten free gluten-free now okay, thanks i hate to bust your bubble but i believe that was i called her non-angie because there were two blonde women one was angie one was non-angie they have the exact same voice and they essentially look the same but non-angie's like angie but not angie when you look at her you realize it's not angie well maybe this is why i thought she had a different face because my next note is whose face is that yeah that's not angie it's not angie oh, I take back my plastic surgery shaming from earlier in the episode. Would like to publicly apologize because I thought this lady was supposed to be Angie. I'm like, no. who's playing Angie? This is non Angie, but they have the same voice because Angie sort of speaks like this and non Angie sort of speaks like this, which is exactly the same. So she's like, is it too late to change my order? Can I do the same thing as my husband? Uh, an eggs Benedict with hollandaise on the side. Oh, I know. I don't want that. I want two scrambled eggs with bacon, gluten free. Okay. So they're like, oh, that's fine. And Oriana's like writing something down. And we don't really understand why. And Jess is like, Oriana, don't overthink it. Start. The toast. She's like, I'm not. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's not that hard. I'm just going to write it. So Jess is like, come on, don't take too long with that. You've got to focus on what's important in the morning. And then we get Oriana's story. She's like, I don't tell people I have dyslexia when I'm not on stilts. Um, And if I can't... If I can't slow things down enough, I get stressed out over it. And Jess is like, all right, so wait, is that Benedict sauce on the side or is that side of Benedict sauce? Just checking. And she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) So um, then Oriana's making toast. By the way, terrible toast. She pulls out some English muffin toast. I mean, you might as well. It's just might as well pull it right out of the refrigerator. That was not a toast. There was no shade of color on that thing, ma'am. That was some floppy raw bread. That was that was a. 
she's sitting here saying how toast is not that hard. Well, how about you don't fuck it up before you say that, okay? Because that was I would have sent that toast back. I mean, I really wouldn't have, but I'm just saying since I'm on a podcast right now, I would. No, I would have eaten that while I ordered new toast. I would say this toast is this bread is not toast. Go get me some toast, please, while I eat this bread. This is bread that has been warmed. Okay, so. Oriana tells us that if she can't slow things down fast enough, like she needs to slow things down. Otherwise she gets nervous and she's worried that she's going to duplicate an order that was just given to her and she'll start to fail. I'm still kind of confused what's going on, but from what I can gather is that she took all the orders, I guess, orally. And then she's writing them down after the fact, which I'm like, girl, just use a pad. You know, that's like my, I think we've all been there. We're at like with a group of people and we're placing an order and the waiter's not pulling out their little, pad and they're just nodding and then there's always some person who like does a few switchbacks on their order and the waiter's just nodding and you're like please for the love of god i don't care what you can remember just use the pad i don't i don't want to have to deal with this well as a waiter you know i used to sometimes do that sometimes i wouldn't i'm normally a pad waiter but sometimes i would do that just if i was real busy and there's always a person at the table who goes aren't you gonna write this down and then you always say, you have to say, no, no, this is how I do it. It's fine. But then that's so much pressure you just put on yourself because you're yeah. always standing there in front of that fucking squirrel machine going, oh, my God, that one person said, don't you need to write this down? And I said, no, I didn't need to. And now I'm going to fuck it up and I'm going to look even dumber. And then they're going to have that look on their face like, oh, I told you to write it down. So I just say always use a pad. Okay. Always. always. Like there's no shame in it. I think it makes me as a diner feel more secure. So then there's this, now things are getting mixed up for, for whatever, something's happening. There's mix-ups. I don't know where the mix-ups are, but I just know there's mix-ups because Jess is like, is there still one egg over medium or not? And Oriana's like, that's a different order. But then like on screen, it's like, bang, 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 bang. there's like corrections on screen. So I don't know what's going on, but I just know something's going awry. Yeah, nothing's going right over there. And so now we go to the deck and Lewis is like, um, so to start, Mike, did you do everything on this list? Um, Nathan, how about you? Because instead of washing dishes for Chef, the swim platform could have been done. No, by the way, sorry to interrupt here. This, God, Lewis, he's having this meeting, this deck meeting in the wheelhouse with Captain, Captain Kerry steps away and this is intentional because this is lewis's way of tattling on Faye for using his resources but without like tattling directly he's basically letting carrie overhear this right that's why he's bringing that up and then in like a few moments is his way of throwing nathan completely under the bus by by bringing up this point directly within carrie's earshot it was like as soon as i saw carrie by the wheel and him gathered with the the deckies i was like oh this guy is a fucker yeah, this guy's a little fucker. I told you. You know, you I can call you it an episode it. one with little fuckers like this. You know, you, I just recognize these people out in the wild. And uh, Mike's like, Mike caught up much to work, Faye. And <laughs> Lewis is like, well, the chief stew and the chef are vultures. And what time did you finish, Nathan? And he's like, uh, five. I finished at uh, uh, 5.30. I think I went to bed. He's like, well, you don't finish until six. Well, I went to bed at 5.30, I think. Well, I thought you went to bed at six without handing over. And that makes it worse because that means there was an entire hour with no deck crew. Never go to bed unless you hand over to the next guy. Mike, now listen, you're not wrong in the stuff you're saying, but the way you're going about this is so shitty. And after all the shit that Kyle did, or what's that right. guy's? Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. You never once got like this with Kyle. You were like never. trying to be his best friend. You're a little fucker, sir. 
Yeah, and he's basically like, so let me just reiterate that again. You don't go to sleep before you hand off because otherwise it's dangerous. And if anyone were to overhear it, that would be terrible because this is a private meeting, what I'm saying right now. You went to sleep an hour before you were supposed to. Anyway... And so, of course, Captain uh, Kerry comes uh, over. Captain, do you still have your earphones in, or could you hear that? I'm sorry, I was watching Adventure Time! <laughs> He's saying something. Uh, so then, um, yeah, Captain Kerry's like, Well, let me add on to this to you guys. The primary duty is to keep the vessel safe at night on anchor watch. Secondary duty, check out those goats. Am I right? They're just bang on the side there. <laughs> anyway, if there was no one to check the bit's position, we would have dragged anchor and gone to shore. And if we had hit somebody, or perhaps even worse, a goat, who's getting the shit? I am. So Nathan's like, well, I really thought Lewis would speak to me one-on-one instead of throwing me under the bus with the captain. Okay, now part of it is like, okay, well, that's what you did to him. But the difference is He's an employee of Captain Carey, whereas Lewis is his boss. You know what I mean? So it's right. not exactly the same thing. Not I mean, it is kind of classic guy. how like people complain about how they get scolded for fucking up. But I do think, though, that Lewis was that what there was a it was not an accident that that meeting happened right next to Captain Carey. He wanted Faye and Nathan to look bad in front of the captain. And also the reason Nathan didn't go to you was because you proved that you would not do anything to help him already. And it was it's more professional of him to go above your head to complain about somebody, somebody with an HR problem that you're not going to do shit about because you hadn't done shit about Kyle up until then in the first place. Yeah. Well, anyway, so now Angie, uh, now there's like some conversation. Angie's like, Chris. So Chris doesn't like his personal space to be invaded. And then Carl's like, are you a germaphobe? He's like, I'm more like germ aware. Oh, hold on a second. I just got a message on Instagram. Oh, my God. It's from Shaw Exposed saying Carl is the lamest person in Norway right now. Wow. <laughs> and Heather goes, germ aware? You would not enjoy scissoring. Felt like okay. a little bit of a stretch. What are they talking about? Scissor- <laughs> what does scissoring have to do with anything? It's not like scissoring Heather's has more germs. <laughs> scissoring does not have more germs than any other sexual activity. So think. weird. Uh, so they're having breakfast, and Jess is like, "Um, wait, before you take that out, does that have a gluten-free on it, Oriana?" She's like, "Um, this is what she ordered. I mean, it's what she just came in here and changed. I thought she wanted scrambled eggs. You're pushing me over the edge, <laughs> Jess. You might be able to tell by my voice raising how it is. Ah, uh. ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's Don't Oriana make me thinking go Viking on your ass. <laughs> She's like, can we just go slow? Can we go? No, we're not going slow. We need to focus. It's actually irritating me right now. Can't you tell? And Ariana's like, I'm trying to focus, but I can't when you're telling, when you're yelling at me. So I need you to go slow. And Faye goes, just go slow for her. And it's like, you don't know what's been going on here. So stay out of it, Faye. (laughs) And I love accusing Jess of yelling when Jess is like, please focus. Stop yelling at me. (laughs) <laughs> so um Faye's like being stressed isn't gonna help uh so she's like well i d- i don't get how this can get so fudged up and oriana's like everything's fine everything's fine well she just doesn't use her words oh my god the screaming i just can't <laughs> just i gave you all the orders verbally and then i wrote them down oh it doesn't matter yes it doesn't matter just shh. 
be quiet. What are you doing? What are you doing talking to a chef like that? Especially a Viking chef. Have you heard her roar? Ah. See? <laughs> She's positively enraged. So then Oriana's, Oriana's just like sort of losing her mind and her voice is getting shaky. And she's like, I mean, guys, there's like only so much room in the toaster right now. So Faye goes, okay, now how about this? How about this? I'm going to do service and you do beds where you should actually be. So it's like a little bed, like a bed housekeeping this from Faye right there. Yeah, go do beds. Um, so Faye's like, uh, trust, trust is everything to me. And the fact that Oriana has gone to Lewis behind my back and ordered herself epaulets, and now she's angered my chef, that's not a team. That's not trust. I'm not really sure what it is, but hopefully she's doing beds, which is where she should be. <laughs> it's not a moray either. So then, um, <laughs> Jess is like... When the moon hits your eye, it's not a big pizza pie. Sit. <laughs> It's just it's harassment. Now I've been in management for a very long time. So Jess is like, I literally have no idea how it's so hard. So then um, uh, Heather is basically, Heather, all the guests love Casey because she's ex-Mormons. They want her to play charades with them tonight. And then um, Carrie's showing some waterfalls to Lewis. And he's like, take a look at that waterfall. It's a waterfall, but not just that. You know what a waterfall really is? It's just water going on an adventure. <laughs> um so now it's uh you know drop the anchor time again so now lewis is checking in on oriana and laundry and he's like is that is that a pocket that you've got there on your on your great your line skirt? She goes, yeah it's like a little one i keep my notes in it and he goes oh cool <laughs> wow how is yeah, how is she sexy. not pregnant yet the chemistry yeah. is off the charts pocket flirting <laughs> so then oriana's like um she, she's like so i think there's like tension between the departments and lewis is like me and Faye, yeah for sure she goes i mean don't be mad if i tell you to fuck off i'm just like trying to not get yelled at <laughs> so then um now Gosh, Faye, she's such a little underminer look at her go she yeah is. i guess there's tension between the apartment the departments what do you think you're gonna get Faye fired oriana shut up and well, she's gonna your damn clothes. She's gonna probably launch a little campaign against uh, Jess. Like, I don't know. Like, there's like something off about. Her. I like. I'm worried about her. Like, is she okay in that kitchen? Because like, I think she's like losing it a little bit. Yeah, and she keeps like burning herself. Is it self harm? I'm just saying. Don't tell anybody I said that. <laughs> Promise me. Did she really burn herself, or did she just want to get out of work? I don't know. I'm just think- thinking about things. <laughs> yep. So Faye is giving the guests her schedule. They're going to go ziplining. And Faye is talking to Mike um, about taking stuff to the gazebo because they have to do the the infamous beach picnic day. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, the ziplining picnic. So um, Faye's like, Oriana, listen, you need a change of scenery. So why not come and set up a picnic with me? And she's like, oh, my God. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you so much. So Nathan, meanwhile, is kind of grumpy because he got not only did he get yelled at, but he got thrown under the bus with with Carrie. So he's like, I wouldn't do that with Mike. Like, he'll be sweet. Like, like Lewis wouldn't do that with Mike. Like, he'll be sweet talking in the room and be like, don't do it again, baby boy. Uh, you know, and so then uh, and then Heather's trying to figure out what to wear for ziplining. She's like, if I'm going to trash a pair of shoes in the Norwegian soil, I think I'm going to go with the Montclair's. 
Um, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to bring my Balenciaga speedies. I was like, oh, bad timing on that one, Heather. <laughs> uh, so then Heather and, or Jess and Faye, I guess. And so Faye's like, uh, so when are these uh, scones? What are these scones doing? She's like, taste one. Oh, I couldn't. Do it. No, I couldn't. <laughs> God, these are amazing. What is this magic? Is this magic? She's like, oh, they're gluten-free on one side and glutinous on the other and get the show on the road i'm not in the mood to be fucking around i like i like i like jess saying she's not in the mood to be fucking around while she literally is forcing scones on her cheeks too she's like a scone bully but then she gets mad at them compliment me and leave more quickly more quickly (laughs) quicker compliments thank you when I'm on a boat, I like to lay a trap. I put out scones and see if they eat them. And if they eat them, then I know they're <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> now I know who I can trust. Oh. So oh, now God. they okay, are. Okay, so now ziplining time. <laughs> zip okay, let's go ziplining. They zip go ziplining. It's, it's fine. They go ziplining. And while they're ziplining, uh, Casey FaceTimes her mom, Kim. And she's like talking about how they're all uh, ex-Mormons. And she goes, yeah, they're all like, they were all trying to do words of wisdom for a charade. And her mom's like, okay, honey, we call it charades in English. She's like, I was speaking English, mother. Charades. Like even her mom is exhausted by this. (laughs) So funny. And so she tells us, Kim will always be my mom, but she's also my best friend. And there's part of me that hasn't forgiven my parents for pushing me into pushing me into being the Mormon culture. Like they didn't even have to deal with it. Like because I grew up in that society, and my voice was like held back. So like it took me time to move past that. But if I finally get to participate in my life, I choose that, and I'm gonna keep participating in my life. Yeah. With- charades, <laughs> honey. It's charades, honey. No one is gonna play charades with you. I've got to go, mom. I love Casey resenting her parents for putting her in this position where she felt like di- like she was un- not not disempowered, is it disempowered, unempowered, whatever, <laughs> disenfranchised. She had no voice. She had no free will. And she's like, now I can finally participate in this life. I can take this life by the reins and live the life that I want. By being a servant to rich people. <laughs> it's like, by taking orders nine hours a day. By, by doing things for other people and not for myself. <laughs> you did it, Casey. I'm finally in control of my own life. Casey, did you finish ironing the clothes coming? <laughs> I know. So- <laughs> <laughs> Could you put an axe on the dinner table, please, and cover it with fur? Thank you. Yes, be right there. So we cut to the people ziplining and stuff, and Angie and Heather are like, oh my god, I'm so scared of ziplining. So then um, Jess is like, Oriana, could you do me a favor? Stick your elbow in my shoulder. Have you done massage courses? She's like, I have done massage. I have. Massage, eh? Massage. Massage. (laughs) Message. Massage. Massage. It's massage. Just do it, please. (laughs) My job being as stressful as it is, you find yourself being drawn to people with soft, caring, and gentle energy. I was like, oh, like I think you're. I think most people are. But um, uh, also, I like that Jess at one point was um, putting out uh, 
Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I got totally distracted by everything here. I got I got it all turned around. Never mind. I my my No, it's my, okay. My, my very important comment was about something that was not I thought Jess was <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, I think right now I need someone who's soft, caring, and gentle. I need someone soft. <laughs> yeah, Ben. It's okay. It's all gonna be okay. You're worth it. And so, Jess is like, oh God, that's so much better. And so then we go to Carrie and Mike in the mess, and uh <laughs> the captain's gonna get a snack. And Mike goes, you eating granola, you granola. <laughs> That's serious. And, Fucking serious. And Carrie's like, Carrie goes, I'm not here to fuck spiders, mate. Huh? I'm not here to fuck spiders. You here to not fuck spiders. <laughs> Me no, no fuck spiders. Spiders bad. No fuck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> More zip lining, more zip lining. So now it's time for a picnic in a yurt that's like styled like a phone booth. I'm not really sure what's happening with it, but hey, yeah. what do I know? And so Heather comes down. She's like, we're back. Viva la divas. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And uh, that Heather's like loves the crew outfits. And then they um, and then Angie's like, uh, Angie's like, hey, can you guys do the splits in those outfits? I would love to see someone do the splits in those. And Oriana's like, well, Casey can, because <laughs> she's a slut. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then Casey's setting up a table on the. She's setting up the uh, the the tablescape on the boat, and she puts like a rock down, and then she tells us, "Rock star." <laughs> <laughs> And then one rolls, and Mike's like, oh, roll, rock, you, less round stones. (laughs) (laughs) Round stones, roll, square stones, stay. So um, the guests are coming back, majestic music as they tender, and Angie's like, thank you, dear. So I hear you're an acrobat, dear. Now there's like, yeah, we can hear you can do the splits in your pants. Ha <laughs> ha, do the splits. So she does, and they're like, woo. And Heather goes, if you weren't an ex-Mormon now, I mean, if you weren't an ex-Mormon before, you definitely are now. Bad Mormon. Wait, I should <laughs> wait, write a book wait. called bad mormon and then uh the guests are gonna like they decide they want to go swimming or something or whatever maybe they want to do the toys and while that's happening nathan has to go bring something downstairs so he he basically goes just like down the stairs and then in classic kyle from below deck med fashion he's like and he's like oh <laughs> and you know that kyle's so jealous like somewhere in new york you just hear are you seriously taking my storyline because that's not cool I'm dead ass serious you better stop that oh I did it first (laughs) Frank sorry just had to throw that one in there (laughs) I love you Frank and that brings us to the end of Below Dick Adventure Adventure well I guess we'll have to wait to see what happens with Nathan next week because we didn't even get a preview so I hope he's okay Oh, because otherwise they're down to one deckhand, which is not good. So anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back with more Heather Gay with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and uh, Winter House and all those good things. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. 
Bye. Man. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors, the incredible edible Matthew Sisters. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. She's the Queen Bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Undo your fasteners, it's Aaron Kastner. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Let Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.